need me. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Hope everyone had a great weekend. We are live on X Spaces at Ryback on Twitter at X, where you guys can call in live here. Be a part of the show, the People's Podcast. We are live on Ryback TV. Super chats are greatly appreciated and will be read throughout the show. Thank you to everybody over there. Health, fitness, supplementation, sports, pro wrestling, MMA, and anything and everything in between. We are on Twitch as well at Ryback Rules and also on X Video, where if you want to listen on Spaces for the audio and call in, you can. But we also have a live stream on X at Ryback as well. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. You guys can save 20% right now for this holiday season. Discount code HOLIDAY20. Discount code HOLIDAY20 on feedmemore.com. You still get a free bottle of my GTS. Go to sleep, a $34.99 value, guys. Yours absolutely free. And a free Feed Me More Nutrition beanie right now while supplies last. HOLIDAY20. Feedmemore.com iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you guys are new to this show or have listened to this show and still have not left an iTunes review, what are you waiting for? Please swing on over to iTunes over there, guys. Leave a quick rating over there. If you would like to write something, it's greatly appreciated and really helps us out on the audio platform. All righty then. We're not going to be streaming on IG. I'm not a, I could, I could stream on there, but they, we really don't. I'd rather just keep it to what we're keeping it to over here. IG is the only platform that really they they don't they don't pay for anything actually there. The all the other platforms at least give you revenue. Twitter gives you revenue, not X ad revenue. So the more views you get, you get ad revenue with that. <clears throat> obviously, YouTube with that as well, and obviously the audio for the for the advertising on the audio. So, <clears throat> but <clears throat> we'll see. No IG today on that. Just don't feel like don't streaming there. Good to see everybody, though. Great weekend over here. Fantastic weekend. The shoulder continues to get better and better. Uh, the hammer strength machine breaking up the scar tissue is uh, that tissue. I've told you guys for like the last two years, it's been a real problem. Is It's all going. It's breaking and breaking and breaking. Now I'm doing it two days a week. I gave it about a two and a half, three week period of resting it because when Jojo was here, she was just do your shoulders so much. It was so inflamed. So I was like, yeah, I, I gave it a break and it actually was the best thing I could have done. And then now doing it twice a week and uh, where I'm, the tissue, when it breaks up, it causes a lot of inflammation because I mean, it, it's violent the, the way I have to do this. It's just, but I have to like dig under the scapula with this hammer strength. And I put a video on IG before. It's just like all the tissue is gluing down the scapula and it's all ripping away. It feels so, guys, I'm, it feels so fucking good. This is the best I've felt. Like I, like all the wrestling, you're just hurt. 
you're hurt anyways, whether you're injured or not, you're just hurt all the time. It just feels good to feel good. Like, I mean, I'm talking every day, just wake up. I feel better than I did ever in my 20s and 30s at 42. So anybody that ever, like, it's all how you take care of yourself and what you do. And, like, I don't, I feel better than ever. So I'm very optimistic as I've always been. I know everything's going to come at the right time. And uh, just keep doing the work one day at a time. Uh, somebody, okay, we, we'll address this real quick. Uh, we got a super chat coming in as well. We got multiple super chats coming in. Thank you for watching all the past archives, guys. These podcast lights make it a bitch sometimes as I'm reading the screen over here. We'll start with a super chat right here before we take uh, calls today on the show. Uh, Charmelaine Packet, Packetmon, Pocketmon. Uh, thank you for the super chat with no super chat, but thank you. Uh, Vegas weather is very nice. It is cooler here, but it's very nice. Thank you for the love from Iraq. Charlemagne, another super chat, says, are our upward barbell rows dangerous? Um, I know there's been things that some people say they are. So yes and no. It's They're not dangerous if you use perfect form, great form, or as near as perfect form, and actually use a weight and take ego lifting out of it and actually use the back muscles to recruit the weight. Here's the problem. With all of it, and you see it, I see it online. I and I've done it before. I've done it, I've done it all throughout my life. You get so caught up in moving weight that you have little movements that in that you you have these little hiccups in your movements to help you get past the sticking points that your muscles can't do. I'm telling you straight up, it's fucking stupid. It's the worst thing. And I, I remember in magazines when I was younger, reading about in the fitness magazine magazines, the best bodies I ever saw. And all the guys that had the best bodies always talked about good form and using the muscles to move the weight and not ego lifting. But you don't really, it, it takes time sometimes. And with my injuries is where I really, really, really learned this. And I, and I knew it in WWE and would listen to my body with that. And, but I really grasped this during my injuries where I go, this is fucking stupid. And like I was trying to move the same amount of weight and causing more problems when I shouldn't have been doing it. And you, you're not actually really lifting the weight. It's stupid. So many guys, where the egos get in the way of this, where we think we have to be moving this certain amount of weight because we see somebody else moving this weight with shit form. And we're like, well, I need to do barbell rows with 315 or 405 too. When in reality, you probably couldn't even do 225 with good form. You might not even be able to do 175 with good form. So here's the difference that when you actually have a weight on the barbell that your muscles can actually truly lift, you're not going to risk injury or your chances of risking injury to other muscles or joints goes down dramatically. And you actually get a stronger, cleaner, better looking muscle than you would than just trying to move the weight. So are barbell rows dangerous? Yes, they're dangerous if you're ego lifting. Are they dangerous if you actually have your head on straight and get your head out of your ass like all of us? And I'm talking myself included with this that and actually just try to move the weight appropriately and not worry about anything else just actually trying to recruit the muscle fibers and, and stretch and contract the muscle and all and all portions of it correctly and not not worry about the number that you're just moving 
but actually lift and squeeze and contract with the weight you can control, it's not dangerous or the chances of it being dangerous dramatically go down. And that's my opinion of my entire life of weight training and everything I've learned. And like, and, and I, I feel now, man, and like, I feel so good. And I'm not, I told you guys, I stopped deadlifting. I think they're fucking stupid. I deadlifted my whole life back was always fucked up. Cause I always go too fucking heavy and hurt myself here and there. You tweak something. And finally it happened earlier. The, when was it like maybe five months ago, four months ago, I tweaked something again and I wasn't even going too crazy with it. And I just go, you know what? This is fucking dumb. I, there's no, this, this lift gives me zero benefit anyways of trying to go heavier. I've done as much weight as possible before with it. It doesn't serve any fucking purpose with it now maybe if you're going really light and just really focusing on on great form but it's just a move where it's just your ego gets in the way more than anything and like it's like well i used to do six seven hundred i want to go i want to go back and, and do that and like at some point it's just the, the body can't do it anymore with it and it can do it but like it, there's the risk of injury like what are you doing it for when are you ever going to do that move other than when you're fucking doing that move and it's an honest conversation that that people we don't have with ourselves enough that and weight training should we should be meant to benefit our lives, not fuck us up with it. And it's so many people and young people too, and we get caught up because we think we got to move all this weight and do all that. But you're not actually truly moving the weight; you're cheating with it. Barbell, you know, machine rows. I used to always have my chest was never would always come up away from the padding. Guess what? Your chest ain't supposed to fucking leave that padding. You you want your chest dug into that and snug it as tight as possible grinding into it as you're pulling the weight and guess what you can't pull as much weight your muscles don't know that your muscles are actually working harder though guess what they get bigger and stronger you what you don't do is you don't strain and stress other parts of your body that from trying to fucking move a weight in a way that's not natural that you that you're never going to fucking do anything else with with it so it's like why if you're trying to grow your lats use your lats as much as possible to do a lift right with it and that, and that this is the stuff you got to, people got to have conversations with when you do it. But I've, I'm telling you, I feel so much better now. And weight training used to hurt me. It used to hurt me on top of being hurt with wrestling because I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I didn't have horrible form, but it wasn't my sole focus. I was more caught up. Oh, I got to keep moving the same amount of weight that I've always moved or more because I'm not getting better if I don't do that's fucking stupid. Rather than go, oh, no, I'm going to try to work this muscle as efficiently as possible and feel as good as possible so I can perform at my highest at all times. Right? So that's my my answer on that. Uh, okay, let's listen to this fucking Mark. You lied and said you were going to retire if CM Punk came back to WWE. No, I did not lie. You are a fucking stupid fucking Mark. What I did is I did fucking feed me more nutrition marketing as I've always done. And I literally went on TikTok and told everybody hours, hours before it ever fucking happened what I was doing, as I always have on YouTube and the other platforms. But you fucking little Twitter fucking dorks over there think that the world revolves around you and that you've got it all figured out, you stupid motherfuckers. And I didn't say where he had to return to, but I even went on the TikTok and said that it could be AEW. But you guys don't fucking hear or go watch everything. And you think that, oh, right. But you actually fucking think I'm going to retire because of you fucking neckbeard Nancy little fucking twats. Get your head out of your ass. You think you have that much fucking value and pull in the world? 
where I'm going to go, oh, you guys are going to fucking dictate my fucking, my fucking future. And guess what? I'm going to work you motherfuckers till I'm fucking back. I'm going to make as much money off you motherfuckers until I'm fucking back. Because I've had to listen and hear your stupid, fucking, pathetic, little fucking cunt comments for far too long. You guys are miserable about every. You guys shit on every part of the business. You shit on everybody. And I manipulate you little cunts all fucking day long. And you help me. And you guys think that it fucking you're ever going to stop anything, but you're not. And if you guys had any fucking set of balls on, you'd call into the show and try to talk so I could rip your fucking head off on here, too. But oh, That's how you fucking sound when you try to form. You can't fucking put the words out, but you go on there and you fucking type. You misspell words all the time. Fucking none of you finished fucking school. Jesus Christ. Fucking unhealed childhood traumas on all of you. What I want to give for just to have some like I just fucking love good normal people. <sighs> some of you wrestling fucking dickheads, just pieces of shit. The lowest on the fucking totem pole. This is why wrestling can never go mainstream because you guys are fucking dorks. You fucking complain and hate everything. You hate yourselves and you project your insecurities on the entire fucking industry of the men and women that do it because you don't have the goddamn fucking skill or talent or courage to go for your dreams. So you hate all the men and women that do it. And you fucking hate me because I fucking did it at the highest level and succeeded. And a fucking good looking fucking never the hottest fucking girlfriend in the world. It just eats your fucking hearts out. Oh, I mean, I want to be like Ryback. Fuck Ryback. That's what goes through your little fucking Mark brains. Okay. <laughs> you never know when I'm working or when I'm telling the truth, and that is the signs of amazing worker. Yeah, you're not amazing. You know what the fuck you talking about? Kenny Omega's amazing. You guys shit on everything. You guys shit on Kenny. You shit on the Young Bucks. None of you fucking know what you want. You listen to a fucking guy that's never had one wrestling match on star ratings with it. You listen to fucking Cornet Cornet over there. As he's never fucking done it, fucking twat, shoving things up his ass all fucking day, this tennis racket. Yet you guys fucking think he's the fucking gospel on things. Get the fuck out of here. All right, let's get on. Let's take a call here before we go to some more super chats. Nathan, welcome to the Ryback Show. What's going on? fuck's sake oh there we go right back. hey what's going on not too bad you are a legend right back thank you buddy i got a question for you right back yes going back to wwe we know it's the storylines of the wwe what do you reckon about uh randy orton gone to smackdown face uh Roman Reigns and CM Punk to face Seth Rollins. That's the rumors going round for WrestleMania next year. Who do you think will win that? Who do I? So I think I'm very happy for Randy Orton coming back. I just put out a TikTok on it the other day. I think it's a miraculous comeback with the back injury that is temporarily overshadowed by the shock value of CM Punk coming back. But I think more significant for the WWE long-term and overall, I, I think Randy has much more mass appeal and, and has done more for the product and for the company uh, 
overall, but I think CM Punk's return on the short end of things, just from shock value more than anything until he fucks up here and gets hurt, then I think that's going to, like, that will eventually, the tide will turn on that. But I think Randy's comeback was amazing, and I think he's going to probably come, I think that the, probably they'll protect it, they'll do it a certain way. I don't think he's going to be the one to end Roman Reigns' streak, but who knows, could be wrong on all of that but uh i think they're putting him into a main event slot to come back they'll protect him and uh do good business and he's going to be involved in big storylines moving forward as he always typically has been uh as far as as punk and seth uh i I see seth retaining i see punk having to do some good business um is probably part of the deal of coming back in now does this do i know any of this for facts no with any of it but i i would i would see uh punk i see punk having to put over seth and and then eventually them probably seeing how he's going to behave and he's a very manipulative little cunt so he's going to be on his best behavior till he can get a little bit of power back on his side and then he'll try to abuse that shit all over again um because he's a fucking psychopath but that's what i i foresee happening right okay do you have a question right back up to, because i'm from the united kingdom wait what was that and, uh, I'm from United Kingdom in Wales. Mm. Good deal, good deal, buddy. Uh, yeah, because uh, I've been following you on uh, your social media, WWE, uh, when it was WWF as well. I was wondering, uh, is it possible if it is it possible that you could come over here next year for the film and Comic Con? Have you been uh, asked to do that? No. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not coming over there. Uh, right. Okay, then. I know. Yeah, I just don't. I don't want to. I'm not doing anything, any any of those things or anything. I don't. I don't need to. So I, I like being yeah. home as much as possible. Right. Okay. But I mean, it, it's great to meet people. I love meeting people whenever I do, wherever I go. But you know, that's a long ways from home. For a little, yeah, for not, exactly. the, for the money, is it worth it? It's not worth it for the leaving. Yeah. Yeah, but buddy, I appreciate I appreciate you calling in, Nathan. Yeah, no problem, right back. All right, buddy. I'll see you next time. You have a good one, all right? Yeah, I'm always listening to your social media. Send me right back. All right, brother. Thank you very much. There's one thing I need to tell you something as well, right back. Uh oh, what's that? Feed me more. <laughs> Thank you very much, buddy. Hashtag hungry. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Fuck, I thought that was going to be something completely other than what it was. I thought he was going to throw me the huge curveball on that. Thank God. That was, that was, could not have been better. Thank you. Great feed me more. I thought he was going to tell me like, oh, you need to fucking retire, you fucking Mark. I thought he was going to do a heel turn on me after all that. You never know what's going to happen on here. Very, That was very realistic that that could have happened. And if you're listening, you know. I know you know. Uh, King Winnie, thank you for the super chat, says, Yo, Ryback, why did Paul Heyman call you a schmuck? Because he's a fat fucking piece of shit. He's a fucking carny, corrupt fucking human being, if you want to call him that. That fucking sits in his whitey tighties eating fucking shit food all the time. Hasn't been to a gym his whole goddamn life. And a guy like me pisses him off because I don't fucking buy into his fucking fake bullshit. And you guys get mad at some me, some like, if you guys met that guy, you go, what a fucking shit human being. If you hung out with me to go fuck, Ryback's a nice guy. 
But I fucking I I don't put up with their shit. They're fucking evil. And he's fucking perfect for the WWE with it. But my God, like just uh, just nothing in common with the guy. Nothing. And I, and I I don't think he's I just think he's I think you could say his his career. He's just soulless. He's had a great career of making money in an industry of being a piece of shit with it. And I don't care what anybody like it, it's it's just my opinion on all of it. Like I think there's a million billion different ways to live life much better with it. But he doesn't like because I fucking I, I get under his skin because I fucking tell him what I think. A lot of guys in the business are fake and phony and cowards and don't do that. So fuck. I don't know what else to tell you. Ryback's a schmuck. Fuck. Well, I'd rather be a schmuck than a fat fucking lazy piece of shit. Fucking hell. Looks like a fucking melted candle wax figure on fucking TV still. Fuck, they're riding that till the wheels fall off. Fucking newsflash, the wheels have never been on. <sighs> Just honest opinion. You guys ask, I give you guys straight answers on here. All right, if you guys would like to call in at Ryback on the Ryback show here, guys. Catherine, Kate the Great, we're going to get Kate the Great on. Kate the Great tuning into the Ryback show. Kate, the little purple button. Okay, you got it. Just wanted to make sure. Sometimes the new guests don't figure it out. Kate, are you there? Uh-oh, technical difficulties. Kate, we might have to, it might just be... We're going to, Kate, let me remove you and you're going to have to maybe come back. Sometimes it does that. Or wait, let me, I added you again. Can you, are you there now? Uh, X, come on, X. Hold on, Kate. I'm going to remove you. Kate, request again. Kate, oh, Kate had to exit out. They exit out, Kate? Kate, we'll bring you back, Kate. We're going to bring Mike on, our wrestling informant, Mike. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Ryback, how are you? I'm well. How are you today? Not too bad. So um, I wanted to get your opinion on something that's kind of, uh, it's been bubbling over the last few weeks, if not months, but more more noticeably the last few weeks. Um, did you hear anything about what Matt Hardy said on his podcast this past Friday? What was that? Okay, so, and this isn't anything new. I mentioned this kind of to you last time. I think I know where you're going to say it. I might have seen this. Yeah. 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 So this would be my question. I'll just get right to the point. Look, at this point, I I just, I think the roster is so big. And and again, I'm not one of these people that likes to dump on Matt Hardy. I've always felt the business didn't give back to Matt what Matt gave the business. I really do. I feel like Matt always, always gave so much. I agree. Look, it, it, it... and it is, I never, I always thought there was more of an opportunity there, especially if they would have, you know, veered away from the scripted promo so much when he had his, you know, feud with Jeff, I want to say in 09, there was something there. It was just too heavily scripted, but but whatever, I'll, I'll get to the point. Matt's a career, by the way, I think an amazing career and it, it is a physical actor. I'll tell you the one thing just before you go into the thing. Yeah. And this is from a fan standpoint, before I was even in the business, WWE fucked up royally not having him go over edge after the Lita storyline or the um with with the was it the Matt and Edge storyline was yes. over Lita. Yeah. That that yeah. to me, and as a fan, did not make sense because he and, and just not even going by the real facts, but just storyline reasons from whatever was presented storyline wise with everything. 
that character needed to come back and win. And I remember they didn't have him win that feud with it. And it never, and I just feel like it never made sense with that. But that's him. That's not his, that's him playing his role and the company not letting him have that, have more. And he always, he made the most of everything and got way more over without them on that. And, but I just, I agree with you completely. I think he, he could have had much more sooner in his career had they just altered his role slightly. So. Yeah, he went. He um he won the cage match, which, in my opinion, that Mad, I don't know if you remember it, that Madden Edge cage match for that. Uh, I want to say Unforgiven 05, one of the best cage matches I've ever seen. It was yeah. unbelievable, especially when those two had real issues and they put things aside to do business. It was unbelievable. Yep. But he ended up losing the ladder match, which was the deciding. That and that was what I'm talking. That he needed yeah. to win the last. He needed the final one, in my opinion. Just on that, and you could have rode that path further. I think they. That Matt, I just think that the, I, I just know watching from the outside in on that the momentum was there and it was a failed opportunity on that end. And they never, they Jeff always was treated better, in my opinion, just by the company, how they treat people like with that. So I have, I love Matt. I think he's, I think he's yeah. one of the, the all time greats. So he is, he is. And this is why, and this, it brings me no joy to say this. I just have eyes. Yeah. And I don't miss things, unfortunately. I wish I didn't. It's like with Edge. I love Edge to death. If you watch an Edge match now, and you know this, you, you would notice this before I even would. He's really not bumping. He's really not, and he doesn't have to, really. But you just watch that, and you're like, okay, that's where he's at. But he still has the charisma. He still can connect with the audience. Matt's podcast Friday was basically. And the, and I hate I hate stuff like this, but he was basically trying to con Tony Khan with the idea of I want to help younger talent. But then he also, and I don't think he remembers saying this publicly. It sounds like he's pitched a faction with him and Jeff to join Edge and Christian. Which, if you read between the lines, Matt doesn't want to put anybody over. And you just listen to this, and so this would be my question to you: Tony doesn't want to be the bad guy. Like you and I've talked about this so much, and I don't even think this is being the bad guy. It's being a businessman. It's looking at the lay of the land and saying, okay, let's just say Matt, since Jeff came in, got bumped up to 800 grand, right? Let's just pretend that's the figure he's making. Okay. You're making eight, you're making 800 grand a year. Your physical skills have diminished. Now, look, this is more of an enter, this is more of a wrestling company than an entertainment company. Not that you can't have more stories on there because they definitely, can't they definitely need them. them. They need them. They, I do believe that is, I think that's their biggest downfall is not emphasizing yeah. that. I do. I, I I firmly believe that, though, and from the things I've heard and talked to people, like it, yeah. I, I do think that that needs to be a thing. But that it's not my company, so. But no. Yeah. Do you think that Tony should sit down and have the necessary uncomfortable conversation with Matt Hardy, and just say, "Look, you know, here are the options. Here we can give you a release. We can pay you out the rest of your deal if you don't want to come to TV or whatever." And figure this out because I feel like now look, he's not there a lot, but a lot of the young talent in the locker room look up to him, rightfully so. Yeah. Is it do you think that that, that Tony should be above the mind, not outright fire people, because I don't see him ever doing that. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. But give the talent the option to say, hey, look, these are the this is the scenario we have. If it's not something that meets your satisfaction, then we can always negotiate a release. Do you think he should start being willing to do that more? I mean, they've got a ton of people over there, and it, it, the, right. it, it's it, they don't they don't need everyone that they have. That's for sure. Now, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's, and I don't know what they're, you know, how profitable or not profitable they are, and whatnot on that. It's a tough thing. So, like this, so and I know, I know it's like from I, I understand Matt's 
perspective on things. This business is always, there's always kind of been a war with old and young in this business where the young guys feel they don't get what they should because of old guys taking spots. And then what happens is though, then those young guys get older and they've never really actually, they've made, make, may have made money, but maybe they didn't always get everything they wanted. So they're continuously still wanting more. And then they become the old guys. And then there's now young guys. And now that it's like, they're now in the role of the guys they were up against when they were younger. And it's kind of this never ending cycle in the business, but you need a combination of the right ones of everything with this. And in this business, it's a crazy business with this, when you get caught up in all of it. So I understand where, where Matt is and I understand what Matt probably wants and you like it, it's one. It's a tough thing. I think to it's been his whole life, right? So he's never not had wrestling in his entire like for even before adulthood. Like his whole life has been as a pro wrestler. So I don't think he's never not had pro wrestling in his life. Where you know, like I was able to step away and do other things, and so now I can see things in another light. And I, I, he just hasn't experienced that yet. And many wrestlers never escape that, unfortunately, as well. Or and maybe they don't want to escape that either. Um, I, I think though, there comes a point though, where physically you have to do what's best for yourself health wise. And, and wrestlers are not always the, the best person to leave that decision up to where there, there needs to be an outside force that says, <laughs> look, you, you probably need to stop, but in like you, there needs to be maybe a, an alternative to, to give them an option to, but to keep them active or to, in a way. And I think Matt is open and Matt's very smart to, to want to do other things in the business as well with that. And, and I just think maybe some alternatives need to be presented. I think he, he, there's still, I, I still think there's, he could be used on TV in, in ways. And I think if he wants to be used and I, I don't know wrestling wise, and I haven't seen a match of his lately. I just know I've seen things in the past year where he's definitely, you could tell, and, and he's had all the hip problems in all the years of bumps where it, there's the bodies, it, it, it gets wrecked over time. Not to everybody that that doesn't escape it with that or give themselves a break from it. So, you know, it's a tough decision on that. I know where Matt's coming from. I know Matt, Matt, Matt probably wants to be a, a big part of TV and be used and help make people and, and but also though still get over. And, you know, he just was really over. He's always been over. But, you know, the the broken Matt Hardy and with the Wyatt and like that's not like horribly all that like way super far off. But it, it that time has passed on that. And in this company, you know, they are very just wrestling oriented. I think I, I do believe he wants to be involved on an entertainment standpoint more. And I don't think those options are as available in AEW as they are in WWE. And I think he's probably frustrated from that. If and this again, I'm guessing. I don't know Matt well enough to speak for him, and only, but I can just say, like, just what I can see from the outside. I feel like you know, you know, like WWE, like Jinder Mahal. He's not really wrestling, but he's being used as a manager on TV, right? Like, where and I don't know if he's had injuries or something, but like they they find ways to keep certain guys here and there, whether they're being used a ton or not. But I can, I understand Matt's frustrations of wanting to still be on TV because he has a big following. He's still he's well known. He's never not going to be well known, and he's still at a point where he's like he he probably knows that that window is closing, where he desperately wants to you know finish out strong on that. But it's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is on it because I'm not there and don't see. You know, I, I do think he could be figured into TV still. Not maybe not from a performance standpoint of wrestling all the time, 
you know, an edge because they are, but they are like with the, the craziness over there and the just the the wrestling style. I, I think they do need they do need storyline driven stuff, but they're they're just they haven't gone that route. But their numbers also haven't gotten better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean that's that's the reality of it. That's that's definitely something that they could continue to to look to solve. But I'll mention one more thing, and uh, I'll let you go. Did you hear? And you're not going to be surprised by this. I bet you'll laugh because you won't be surprised. Did you hear that Nick Khan went to Warner Brothers Discovery in October to try and get AEW thrown off the air in favor of Raw? No, I did not. Yeah. So this just tells you, now I keep saying this, that market share-wise, I don't think WWE, even if AEW's around the next 10, 15 years, hopefully, God willing, I don't see anybody touching WWE's market share. They're too big. Now, I foolishly said, by the way, Ryback, when Kurt Angle went to TNA in 06, I said they were going to really challenge WWE. How fucking stupid was I? Just for a, TNA could never, unfortunately, do that. Yeah. But it sounds like to me, and again, Drew McIntyre has not put pen to paper. And this isn't just necessarily about Drew. It's about a broader issue for WWE. Tony can match or exceed and offer terms where these guys who are beat to shit, as you know, better than anybody. They could work once a week, once every three weeks live in another part of the world and still come to TV, however it's done. And I think the WWE is going to ramp up as we go forward into 2024 beyond. They're going to ramp up efforts to try and kill this company because for them to go to Warner Brothers Discovery, that just tells you all you need to know. And again, there's a, you know this, there's a lot of delusional WWE fans that think WWE doesn't care about AEW. Yeah. They care because of the financial backing that they have. Yep. That's the only reason they care at all. Otherwise, they would just they don't you know, they wouldn't pay attention. But what do you think of that? That they would go and try and get them thrown off the air at their own uh, television platform. That's how they operate. They're evil. I just know that right. you're, you're dealing with evil. And Nick has right. been with anyone that thinks Nick Khan is like a good fucking guy. That right. Vince, so Vince McMahon's the biggest piece of shit, most evil human being on the planet. Do you think Vince is going to go? I'm going to get this angel to be by my side. No, Vince can't be around a fucking angel. He needs to be around somebody who's Vince has this guy, had that guy, because he's a cutthroat motherfucker. And he's right. manipulative just like Vince. But maybe he he portrays it a little, he maybe has a little friendlier, softer fucking face than Vince and the other people, where people, oh, he's not quite like those. Nope. They're all cut from the same cloth with this. I just think I think that it's fucking horrible with that. But what I think AEW needs to realize is and it's we have all this talent. Why here? Why not? Here's just as an opinion. You've got this a, a, a plethora of talent over there. Give the talent opportunities that WWE doesn't give talents. You have the roster to get people to where people can take breaks. Get talents gigs on TV shows, movies. Get people on the fucking talk shows every week. Get people, make people larger than life superstars. Get a kick-ass social media fucking team, not some right. fucking jabronis, and help build up the talents because the AEW social media fucking sucks. And I'm saying this, right. I, I am self-made on this with WWE illegally suppressing me, and I still have more followers on TikTok than anybody active on TV. That should not be the fucking case. And that's being suppressed with it for fucking seven and a half years. So, like, right. they need to fucking focus on this shit and make these fucking talents bigger than ever and then get people, more talents are going to want to go there because they're going to be given the opportunities that WWE doesn't let the majority of talents. So they have to start looking at the bigger picture of how they could fight this with like it's not just get a name like and I know this I will never fucking just go there and sign and just go here just put me on your TV every show every week it won't make a fucking difference there needs to be a grand fucking plan on it with a story and fucking on the outside looking in 
with this. You can't just like, hey, let's just take a name and plug him into our program. You could put the fucking one of the greatest of all time, Kurt Angle, on the TNA. It ain't going to fucking change the dynamic of the fucking of the whole thing. Right. With it on its own. So <clears throat> I think they got to be looking at things like that of how can we make this better? I think Tony Khan should be looking at how to form a union for pro wrestling with it. I think he should really f- find ways to get the focus on the company of all the things Vince couldn't do do all the right things and make wrestling better with this and get so much attention on your brand that you can't be ignored. That WWE, that the world is fucking, fuck, this company is taking wrestling by storm. Don't just say, we're going to fucking give you the fake wrestling bell to bell. Fuck, it doesn't work like that. And I, I love this. I love this more than anything. That's not what it is though with it. And so you have to fucking look at this from other ways with it. And like, cause you're dealing with evil with them. And they're going to do everything in their power. It's not just about how much money you have, though. It's about public perception. You need to be running social media ads, getting every kid's eyes on your fucking wrestlers, kid-friendly wrestlers. You need fucking teenage-friendly wrestlers, adult-friendly wrestlers. You got to have fucking storylines to get people in. And then you go out there and kick ass as well in the ring with it. That is what you're going to have to do, though. If you're, you're competing with a fucking monster, evil, fucking billion, fucking multi-billion dollar corporation. That has ties to the fucking strongest, most evil fucking people on the planet. It, it's it's not just about how much money you have, also, on it, but it's about what you do with everything, and I, and that's looking on the outside in, and and I think it, it's a hell, it's I, it's a hell of a battle to be in. On his, I I think he's, but that's where you got to get the the pieces, and and I'm sure he thought about this going into the wrestling business that this was going to be probably the toughest thing that he ever fucking went into. But I don't know if he truly understood just what he was up against with WWE. And I don't think anybody really does until you're going through it. And like I told you, I underestimated on, on I didn't think Vince and them would be like what they did with all this stuff and the fake fucking articles and trying to create hate in the social media. Like it's fucking evil. Like they tried to kill me with it. It's and like, so what do you think they're going to do with them? Because they're fucking with their money and the future of what they're trying to build. Because Vince, it's all about power when you're dealing with these people. It's not just money. It's the power and control that comes with it that they truly get off on. Yeah, everything with your ankle, I think that's exactly why they did what they did to you. Because you have a story that's very unique yeah. that would challenge a lot of their business practices. If that, if if you were to be put on a legitimate platform yeah. before they got put the screws to you, uh, those I, I, mean, I remember bringing it up to you, and you've talked about it, the Paul Heyman picture that was all over Facebook. For yeah. example, you've seen that was what they were doing, but um, they well, ran well, fake well, ads against me. But we see, and that, yeah. so, and I, again, I, I can't stress this. You and everybody can see my Twitter was suppressed for seven and a half years. Yes, my Twitter yeah. is now being seen. But now, now that's only it's not even being seen to what it could be. You got that's being seen now after seven and a half years and losing hundreds of thousands of followers, not gaining new followers here. But the perception of the hate and everything that they put out on me, I lost so many fans in this and in, in suppressing my voice with all the fake and that the pay a lot of people that hate me, hate me from those articles and the things they've seen and not hearing the truth. And where now, even if they think that they're wrong, they're not going to admit it because that's a whole other fucking argument they got to have with themselves. Right. So it created all this extra hate on me. And you can say, oh, well, you didn't do yourself any favors. Well, fine. Fucking think what you want. I fought for the fucking what was right and the truth all along with it. And, you were right. and you I was were right. And I've been right on all of it. Yeah. And it's not like not, I'm not saying I'm never not fucking right. I've been wrong before on things, but I've been right on all of this with it. And I've, yeah. I've provided facts in the documents. It's like it's just absurd. But how fucking far they will go for this stuff. It's like 
and I'm not the only one. And I know I'm telling you, Mike, they have other fucking wrestling personalities fucking their nuts cut off on this platform. And I think they've done it on, on they've been doing it. And they just, I think with me, I just got that NDA with the, the thing and I put it together what they were doing, but who knows how long they've been doing shit like this in other ways and other areas. And the Nick Khan thing is just another fucking yeah. part of it. Yeah. I think they sent, and I don't think he'd ever talk about it publicly. I think they sent Ed, either they sent him or they called him edge about taking down his edge rated R Twitter handle, Yeah, which is, again, that's that small potatoes to what they did to you, but it's still petty. But I was going to say one more thing. Did you see the script that leaked out that proved that punk other than his hockey remark, punk was scripted word for word for word, minus the little hockey jab in his promo last Monday. And that just tells you, you know, look, and I don't like the guy behind the performer anymore. Yeah. Anymore, the performer to take the to take the idea to take the ability to play with the audience out of his hands. When Triple H said he had to agree to our terms to come back, I truly wonder if that was part of it. In that you were playing ball with our scripted process, among other things. But he, but the thing is, is he always has. There you go. This is what people. The pipe bomb was a scripted promo. This is what that that this wasn't. This is where I think people the, the the marks in them are too strong. Sometimes he filled all his whole time in WWE. He played by the rules of the promos. I watched him. Many of our promo. I saw the promos. The promo of the Rock that day on the TLC match. I told you he came up to me and showed me his promo. Where it was all typed out word for word. Now that's not to say that he doesn't give input, but that all has to be approved by the by Vince or whoever Vince is designated to approve it, which it's usually at the time was Vince, or now it would be Triple H. So anybody, everybody going out there is playing by that same book. Now, obviously, there might be things here and there where you improv a little bit, something comes up. But for the most part, you have to stick, and that's always been the thing. And Phil always has done that in WWE. I think AEW was the first time we saw that, not where that, that's a different environment over there. Where, and I don't know the process creatively over there, but we've all heard it's always more free reign over there as far as wrestlers having more input, WWE, that input exists, but it can be neutered or cut off before it gets approved or not get approved. And so it's like, you know, though, and they, they have your promo in, in Gorilla, just so people know how this works. They're literally, the writers are over there listening to you and reading the promo word for word to see how far you go off of it with it. And as long, you got to make sure you can, you can, you can, you can stray here and there, but you got to hit the main points and you got to be, the verbiage has to be similar. You can't just go off and, and fucking go off and for your own on your own business on that like that. There's repercussions with that. And Punk has always played by the rules on that out there. That's the biggest fucking myth with him by a lot of the people. They want to believe the pipe bomb was all a shoot. No, that was all written word for word with that. So yeah, yeah. And feel that too. It feels and like look, I've always said like he's a piece of shit human being, but he gets fucking numbers and he and I love working the fucking idiots out there. And I fucking will go both sides of the fence all day long on all of it, but like he's, he, yes, he is talented, but he's, he's also a piece of shit though. And he does a lot of really bad things and causes a lot of problems with this. And he, he shouldn't like, I'm really interested to see how they use him. I really think he should put Seth over. And they, I, I think they should use him to put people over for quite a long time personally and, and fucking knock him down a peg or two. Cause I, if you give him any of his power back, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to blow up in their face. And you guys, I said it here first. It so. sounds like Kevin Owens doesn't want to be around him. I don't know if you saw that interview where Kevin Owens was in the car. He was asked about Punk and took a long sigh and said, I just want to have fun at work if he does too great. And then he was asked about Orton, and he talked about what a leader Orton. You could tell Kevin Owens was making a point. Yeah. And he's very good friends with the Young Bucks, too. 
And I don't know if you ever heard the incident with Kevin Owens and Punk in a locker room. I want to say Ring of Honor years ago, but Punk screamed at him over something yeah. about a T-shirt. Yeah, so it's that that to me, that's an interesting situation. But And these names are bigger now. This is so – and here's the thing, and I want people to understand. And, I, and this is for the guy – I'm telling all the talent in WWE. And this is everybody. All the talent there, the guys there right now. You guys are fucking pussies and cowards if you let him take your spots. You do not let that motherfucking – you guys, Cody, fucking Usos, everybody. Reigns, Seth, Drew, you do not let that motherfucker take your spots. He left. He walked out. He fucking pussied out. He made every excuse in the book. He had no injuries. He fucking, fucking lied out of his mouth on me and other things with all of this. And he's fucking failed at everything he's done. You do not let that motherfucker come in and take your spots. Because he's going to fucking cut your legs out from under you, and he's going to fucking cut your arms off and your fucking tongues off, and he's going to fucking eat you alive if you let him. He's a lying, manipulative piece of shit. He's created more hate for me, and I will fuck him up the moment I see him again, and it will fucking be game over. You guys are cowards if you let him fucking come in and fucking do that. You take control of that locker room. You don't let fucking him manipulate Hunter, fucking Nick Khan, or anybody else. He's a fucking pussy. You treat him like the pussy that he is. You don't buy his bullshit. Kevin, all of you, don't let him. I've worked with all these guys. They're all great human beings with this. You do not let that devil fucking loving motherfucker come in and take your spots. Fuck you guys if you do. None of you fucking, he has not fucking done any. You guys have been the ones on the road all the time, away from your families, helping Vince and that shit company make all your money, all that money over there. Do not let that piece of shit come in and take your spots because he is there to fucking do just that. He doesn't give a fuck about anyone other than himself. He doesn't give a fuck about the betterment of the business. He is a fraud. He is a sociopath. He is a liar. And he will fucking manipulate whoever he can to squeeze whatever fucking else he can out of the business. Do not let him take your spots. To what you just said, look, I, I'll never forget. Um, I had a friend over watching that pay-per-view where he tore his arm and then did the famous press scrum. And I, my Twitter was blown up. I went on to watch it. And I'll never, uh, that to me was the unmasking moment for those of us that, and again, you worked with him, you saw how he was, but a lot of fans, myself included, unfortunately, I'll raise my hand here. I'm not fooled anymore. Yeah. But watching what he did to tear down, and look, people would say whatever they want. Tony, socially awkward, whatever. Tony has made the wrestling business better for everybody in it because everyone has leverage, everyone has options, and nothing's ever going to be perfect. But that company allows wrestlers to maybe work, what, once every couple of weeks, your body's arrested, you do autograph conventions on the side that you yeah. doesn't take money from. There's a lot of good things that guy has done. Absolutely. A lot of good things. And for, for him to sit up there, he waited until AEW was in a place where he felt he could go there where they weren't going to be a failure because he didn't want to attach his name to a company getting off the ground that might have failed. Yeah. He didn't want to do that to his name. There's a lot going on there, but... When he sat up there and tore down the guy that ended a monopoly, because and I, I'll talk to people all the time, and I shouldn't on Twitter, that, that don't understand. WWE had a monopoly since WCW died. TNA could not compete financially. New Japan could not keep, compete financially. This is the only guy that's ever probably going to come along again. And I don't know if you ever heard this, but Richard Branson, at one point, eight, nine years ago, considered getting involved. There was even a rumor Ted Turner might get yeah. involved. That's never going to happen again. This is it. it it's so it's tough. Happening. And WWE has con such control over everything. And as Tony probably realizes now, like, it, it, and it's so time consuming and, and all the hate and the, how poisonous the fucking wrestling community is too. Tony gets so much hate and everything too. And like the guy's trying to fucking do good and make the, do the best that he can. And it's like, you know what I mean? And it, it's, it's a yeah. crazy fucking thing. 
And Vince has yeah. so many of those fucking little brain fucking dead marks fucking brainwashed yeah. on things of like on, on the, they're so loyal to that logo and uh, they're they're for all the shit. Sad, it's sad. And it's, it's the and I, they, there was someone that just posted a thing the other day uh, in the eighties of all the guys. Uh, it was during the, the, the one of those the song where everyone's all dressed up singing Vince right. with, yeah. and I that and I literally it was on TikTok po- and I literally just posted I go I rarely comment I just go none of those guys are either here or affiliated with the company in any way with that it's like and that should show you and you can do that for anything in the eighties the nineties yes. like it's pretty much almost everybody that has helped fucking them make all that money and do that aren't affiliated with the company very few they'll keep around for here and there that eventually though they cut them everyone gets cut at some point with it like when they, they they use you for every every little bit and then just cut you off with all of it and that should just tell you everything you need to know about them but i'm well, pulling no, just, we should all be polling right. for tony though and them and right this because it is it, it the business is going to be far improved vince is not going to be looked at in, in a good way as the as time keeps going on no no and, and just to book in this one more time it, it's this simple i've never understood because i call myself a wrestling fan I, I find WWE's business practices abhorrent, but I enjoy some of their product, especially the yeah. pay-per-views. The weekly, the weekly TV to me sucks. It's too scripted, too boring. But I enjoy the pay-per-views they put on. They do have great moments. It's, it's yeah. the, the biggest wrestling company in entertainment. Yes. They do a lot of great things. It would be stupid yes, not I, to say that. But like, I just hate yeah. what they do to people. I hate this idea. Brother, same. You have nine-tenths of the market share. Nine, AEW might not even have one-tenth. They just by relatively right yeah why are we doing this thing where oh god we can't have our because if wwe was really smart about this AEW is a good thing if you don't have something for somebody they might get over and come back in two or three years or more yeah you, you just it's it, you know what it, i don't ever think that they should look at them as their unofficial uh feeder or anything like that but you're gonna have plenty of guys that you might see something in but not have the time for them they might get over and come back bigger look at cody yeah like Cody yeah. played that so well. And it's they just want in their fan base more than anything else, because we know what WWE does. Their fan base to not see that it's better to have another option for wrestlers to make a living. No. That's where the WWE fans to me, they don't give a shit about the wrestlers. They care about the logo as you said. They don't they care about anything. They don't care about the fans either. They don't care about any right. of it. Right. That's what yeah. it, it's just a it uh, it's a money making machine for power and control. And, and to, to feed into whatever crazy shit that Vince always did on the on behind the scenes with all of that. And like so many people are just so confused by it and brainwashed with it. But I mean, the truth always wins eventually with all of this. And it, but it, it's Steve Carrier. Look at your buddy Steve Carrier over the weekend. Oh, that, you know what? The fucking, I'm so glad you brought, brought that up. I forgot all about that. So the motherfucker, why don't you, Mike, go ahead and please inform everyone what happened, by the way. Right. So, so long story short about Steve Carrier before I get to what he did over the weekend, but Steve Carrier, by all accounts, was an arm for WWE to put out a lot of negative. Let's just say Ryback said something. Yeah. They put a very misleading headline and they would very much parse the quotes in a way that made it look like Ryback was saying something he was From the very saying. beginning. Yeah. This went on for a long time when Ryback was doing his YouTube show with Raj Fury. And these quotes would be taken out of context and WWE fans that didn't want to like Ryback anyway, because of the way WWE treated him, they started going after him and saying negative stuff and whatever. But Steve Carrier has been arrested twice that we know of first time drunk driving issue. And this past time, allegedly, allegedly, I didn't see this exactly, but it's being alleged of battery on a woman, I think, or yeah. whatever, whatever it was. But this has been what's happening with the WWE's PR arm 
when they have somebody that has a powerful story that could hurt them. And anyone that's listened to Ryback for a while knows he had a bad ankle. The doctor misdiagnosed his situation. And the WWE basically said, sign this document or your push is killed. And they fucked him anyway. It's it's a long, long, long story. You can tell it much better than me. But that's one of the things that the WWE has done. They've used Steve Carrier to sell your name. And and others as well as on the published ads and to literally just put out as many negative things to turn people against me to try to fucking shut me up and destroy me while suppressing me on all the platforms with this. And this motherfucker, I told you guys, he'd go off on his stupid fucking drunken drug rants on Twitter before (laughs) and everything. And I was like, the truth always fucking wins with all of it and look at this, but these are the people running the fucking things. Like, just take a look at that motherfucker, that right. sloth fucking crooked eyed motherfucker. He's never slept with anyone. Let's be no. real. No. And, and talking shit about my fucking girlfriend and other fucking people. I've done like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I hope you get everything you deserve. I, I'm not like, I told people I'm not Jesus. I'm not Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> fuck evil. You deserve to have a fucking bullet put in your fucking head. You fucking loser. Like, fuck you. Right. Get off right. this fucking planet. I'm not going to fucking right. beat around the bush on how I feel. You are a piece of shit. Right. And you do not negotiate or try to reason with evil. Fuck you, no. motherfucker. And all no. of you are going to what fall one by one. Mark my words with it. No, and just, and just to book in this one last thing, because there's people that want to come on. And I once again, I've gone over time. But that guy is the perfect example of somebody that is, yeah, I think he's 40. He's going to be 40 or close to 40. He said one sec. I would bet he's slept with one person or less. And this is a lot of the fans that I don't even want to call them fans that that are in your mentions all the time on Twitter. No, they're fucking losers. It's people. And and look, I know I'm being harsh on all of this, but these are fucking very negative minded fucking people that have not done well in life. And look, for whatever fucking reasons, but they're very hateful. And if you think like we could all sit back and I'm the most positive motherfucker and I live my life, but I do not put up with fucking hate and bullshit that's fucking made up out of the fucking blue trying to attack me on how I live my fucking life and what I do. I'm a good fucking person. I work fucking hard. I'm not a fucking saint with all of this, but I ain't fucking, I don't go out of my way to try to make other people's lives fucking miserable or fucking go out of my way in business. That's I'm not involved in you motherfuckers are some evil motherfuckers with this and you got your own fucking issues with it and you hate and you hate and you hate and you hate with it i just fuck all of you man you fucking just deserve to get blocked and smashed and get the fuck out of here but he's a part of the whole fucking problem in the business with it and it just needs to fucking just he, he, he needs to get what he deserves with this but that's the people are very like-minded like chase the fucking loser stalker that's gonna get fucking his prison time coming up that motherfucker is fucking talking with him and fucking right. these, these they're all like-minded they're fucking diseased-minded parasites leeching off of each other with all of this right. and that's what people don't understand so i know this already i know what they look like i know how they talk and how they act they're not fucking normal but they're polluting fucking other wrestling fans minds with their bullshit right and that, and it, but that's the, but they have they they fucking ringside news, fucking fucking retard news. That's who the fucking is a fucking retard. The, but oh, that's fucking you ain't never been fucking ringside your entire life, you fucking cunt. On uh, you ever fucking put any of the work? You never fucking lifted a weight. You don't know anything about fucking nutrition, about fucking discipline, about consistency, and anything any way fucking positive. And you fucking shit on all the men and women who actually fucking had the courage to go for their dream and do this. But those are the fucking people other people are listening to on that. And where I'm like, fuck off, motherfucker. Like, but look, he got what he deserved. And hopefully they fucking, he he gets everything fucking, gets some time for this or whatever. Hopefully he loses everything. Loses that fucking shit company and fucking is done with. It's just a piece of shit. Yeah, well, look, 
well, look again, you're, you, you, you were not being harsh. You're being honest. Cause that's, I see these people all the time. Yeah. They, there's people that want to believe the Warner brothers discovery raw river because they want an EW to die because, and, and just look at this. Their lives are so sad and pathetic that their lives and their mind would be enriched by having a monopoly again. Yeah, they don't care. They, they don't, What they do is they go from one thing to the next of just wanting everyone to be pain and suffering right. because that's what they're going through. And so they actually, yeah. they they feel like, hey, my life isn't so bad. Other people are losing everything too. That's what they right. want. And they go from thing to thing to thing to thing and distracting themselves rather than fucking doing the work and reading the fucking books and talking to the right people and doing the work, and getting in the gym and fucking fixing their fucking food and their nutrition to fix their fucking negative feelings. They don't want to put that work in. They want to, oh, poor me, take your fucking shitty depression, fucking prescription drugs and or any other fucking thing you need, think you need to fucking patch up your fucking problems. It ain't going to fucking fix them. You got to fix your fucking mindset. Yeah. With them, they all fucking leech off of each other and social media gave them all a fucking voice to find each other. And, and here we are. Yeah. And I'll, I'll leave you on this mercifully, but the, the best part about having somebody like Tony, I, I'm sure you know, Kyle O'Reilly had a neck surgery last year. Yeah. By all accounts from his Instagram, it looks like he's trying to use some kind of new technology to get his nerves firing up. But, but the bottom line on somebody like him, even Adam Cole, Tony Khan said to Adam Cole when he was out with this really bad concussion, you're going to get paid every fucking set i owe you yeah regardless if you come back or not same thing with the kyle o'reilly who's worked hard had physical matches for years and is paying the price unfortunately and that's it doesn't... why this guy needs to succeed that's why this yeah needs to succeed. and i and i hope tony though but like too and you got people don't understand but this so we're seeing these injuries now and people don't like these nerve injuries and things like with the, the style like this is why though rest rest this isn't anything new wrestlers already knew this this is why working safe and and, and, and not killing yourself every match or doing things or putting your life in jeopardy is a thing with this. And, and WWE wrestlers tend to know this better because it's taught to us from an early age. Like, hey, look, we know you guys are great athletes and can do all these things. Here's why you don't do this all the time. Here's why it's good to learn how to tell stories and to fucking get reactions doing other things. And like, it's not because you're lazy. They, you're working just as hard but you're putting your energy into getting the reactions in different ways. Whereas if you just go out there and go, Oh, we don't have any character work. We're just going to show everybody that we love wrestling and we're going to kick out of all the moves and not really sell too much and just fucking run our bodies into the ground and show these fucking marks, how bad we love this. There's no longevity in that. And that and it's a scary thing. And I just hope Tony and them really fully learn from these things happening and like where they, they, they really put an emphasis on on being safer in 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 storytelling and trying to get as much mileage out of everything as possible. Yeah. Well, look, I'll let you go on that. As always, you're beyond generous, and I love all the insight you provide. And and just again, congratulations on getting your Twitter. Un, Thank you, Mike. Uh, unblocked and. Again, uh, Mr. Carrier uh, hopefully is still in jail, and hopefully he'll stay there. And and again, for anyone listening, and I'm not just saying this, you know, Ryback's been remarkably consistent on everything he said about the business practices WWE has employed to hurt him and limit his ability to make a living outside their company. It's, yeah, it's very and anybody that thinks that I'm crying, like, because I see that all the time, will cry. <laughs> what do you think somebody's supposed to do? You think I'm supposed to just lay over and let him fuck me in the ass and just fucking die? like a little bitch or stand up. Like I've tried to read and I reached out to these companies forever before trying to get this settled before I went public with it. Like with it, this I'm fighting for my life and my livelihood. If I don't like, if I didn't get this stuff fixed to the degree, like Mike, I'm making on TikTok more than I ever made wrestling. 
with this because I thought, and I thought, and that's just one thing. And my supplement company is fucking profitable, making money every month. And my other fucking investments in my podcast, I'm making money with this. And that was being suppressed still like with it, but it's cost me hundreds of thousands, if not millions with this on top of having to spend hundreds of thousands to keep my fucking name and all this other bullshit with it. So it's like people like if I, I am fighting for my livelihood on this of being seen where I was being seen already. It wasn't like I wasn't being seen. I was being seen with it. And so and they took that away with this. So it's like the, the truth always wins. And I, and I really believe people, it's going to be years. And all this stuff is going to exist that when this story gets bigger, because I'm not, this story is going to be told on Rogan. It is going to be the icing on the fucking cake with all this Elon. And they have the facts and they're going to be able to go back and look at the fucking analytics and see to YouTube. You're going to go back and be able to look at the analytics and go, holy fuck. This guy was fucking screaming and fighting and fucking telling the truth the whole time with it. And then, and then you guys are the ones that are going to have to fucking look in the mirror and just look at, oh, what a piece of shit you are for not having the courage to fucking fight for what you wanted. Because I'm not like you. I'm fucking hungry. I'm different. And I fight for what's fucking right. No, to what you, to what you just said, uh, there, are fa- there are a lot of WWE fans that believe that their business practices aren't that are uh, what you're describing, what I'm saying. They don't want to believe any of this because, again, they've, they've either got a mental issue. Yeah. They've got something wrong with them. They um, do. I, and that's something that needs to be talked about more. A lot of yeah. these people legit. And look, yeah. I'm, I, I've met mentally handicapped people and, and right. done the meet and greets. And I'm going to be retarded people are the sweetest, nicest human beings on the world. Some people say you can't say that. I'm fucking saying it so you understand what I'm talking about. Mentally handicapped people are the sweetest, nicest people in the fucking world. They are fucking, they don't have a mean bone in their bodies. These wrestling fans, the gremlins, they're mentally off. They're not retarded. They're not full-blown mentally retarded, but they have something that's just fucking off, but they pass as normal fucking people by all accounts on it, by, by what we have in place in today's world but they're fucking something is significantly off with them. And all of us know this that are in the business. There's just a tick off with it where something's just fucking weird with it. And these are the fucking people that are like the way they are and hateful and fucking just trying to ruin everything. And they should never be fucking played to or appeased to you got it, but they needs to be talked about more like with this, but there's, these are the people running the dirt sheets, the majority of them, they couldn't do it. So they get in and they, they had like, they just are obsessed in this very negative, hateful way. And I truly believe it just stems from the inability to ever have done what they wanted to do. And that's that. It's like Chase. Chase is fucking absolutely fucking insane. He wanted his whole goal. He wanted to be a WWE wrestler. That I, that I don't, if you go back and fucking in, put the fucking doctor, filled the guy up, it's going to all his root of evil comes from his inability to fucking be a WWE superstar that it, it, it's on his, it goes back. We've got fucking, I had people do investigations. It goes back on fucking things we've seen. Um, oh, I'm going to be a WWE superstar back 15 fucking years ago. And he never fucking did it. It ate him alive and he went crazy with it. But these yeah. are the same people to different levels where they don't go off the deep end like him. But they fucking have something just off, and they're very hateful, fucking, just, just, fucking bad people. To sum it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. look, I will finally let you go because I'm sure I've aggravated other people waiting. But thank you for your time. Uh, congratulations again on getting unblocked. I'm seeing a lot more of your posts, which is awesome. Thank a you, lot Mike. More people, you can tell. You can tell a lot more people are viewing it. But have a good rest of your day. Have a great week. You too, Mike. Thank you as always. I appreciate yep. it. Yep. Good deal. Mike, our wrestling informant, always a great time. Super chats. Let me see here. Thank you to Mike as always. Always a good time. 
Have I been following? Let me see here. Johnny. Johnny Rose, have you been following Rise of Maven on YouTube? Uh, I've just seen a few things here and there. I don't I don't follow it. It will I'll see something pop up occasionally. I'm very happy that he's doing well. That's exactly I was doing much better numbers than that with everything early on, which all got taken away from me. So that's where I like that's why and I have that track record. Everyone can go back and see on my feeding time videos and all my different stuff with everything. And then now, and that was with the hundred thousand subscribers or less. I was doing million views, hundred thousands of views, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand views, pretty routinely on all of that. And I think it's brilliant. He deserves all the success in the world on that. I want my fucking account fixed with my four hundred fifty-seven thousand fucking followers that I build up subscribers. I want them to see my fucking content that they all signed up for that they aren't seeing. And I put out another video on that where they, uh, on majority, uh, I had a video that the CM Punk is home on YouTube did it's almost to 200,000 views of that 200,000 uh, of my 457,000 subscribers. This is from YouTube, by the way, I have about 28% of my people have notifications on They get the notifications that's around. And now that number is higher than it was previously, but it's, it's somewhere between like 127 to 130 something thousand of my followers actually have notifications on guess how many saw that one video that has a 15% click through rate, by the way, which is as high as it gets for YouTube. That is outstanding. A lot of people are three, four, five percent, fifteen percent click-through rate of people that see the video click on it, right? Only about two thousand of those came from my notifications of my subs. You know where you know where the rest came from? Reddit. And YouTube shows it on the analytics. Reddit people searching, which makes up all the hateful comments in the chat, which it which rather than people sticking up for me that know it's a fucking work and laughing, like that some did that saw. The majority, though, are hateful fucking comments to overwhelm. It's just fucking insane. And YouTube refuses to answer why my subs are not. And that, like these are other emails. They've given me all the numbers on different things. And I pieced it all together with all of this. And they refuse. And I'm going to continue to pressure them on my Twitter with all of this until they fucking have to do the right thing. And I can go down there. I don't care what it takes. I'm not stopping with it. But like, it, it's fucking annoying. And people can say whatever they want. But I've built this up to fucking. I, I, I'm going to get my fucking views back. With all of this and i've been right if you think it's just happening on twitter and not nowhere else it's happened on all of them and i've got it fixed on the others we're going to get it fixed on fucking youtube but i'm happy for mave and everyone deserves to have success everyone deserves to have success that puts in the work they're doing a great job over there gm monster 831 uh, i don't have no idea what uh what the fuck Adamentum wavelength scale lingo applied to sports code ultra Everest mid we should be recalibrated. All righty then. Holy fuck, Rain Man. Cut me some fucking slack. Uh, here, uh, Rodriguez, thank you for the super chat. Why were you always powerbombed through the table? Because that was in the fucking script. I don't fucking know. Go ask Vincent Michael Hayes. To make me fucking seem like more of a monster because I had to sell it? I don't know. Fuck. I'd rather be powerbombed through a table that doesn't hurt than under the fucking concrete floor of the fucking padding down there. Cut me a break. Here we go. Ricky Billy, welcome to the Ryback Show.
Tornado, welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, Ryback, how you doing? I'm well. What's going on? Not much. Just uh, got home from work. Listening to you talk about a little bit of this and that. Um, did you? Uh, I guess it happened since last Monday when you were on here. The they announced the firings in WWE, like around the holidays and stuff. Um, you think that's like just them cutting costs or whatever, like always? Are you talking? I, I think so, they they released some people at headquarters, right? The WWE office. Well, yeah, it was office people, but the one of the ring announcers, I guess, that started NXT, but she was on the one of the main shows, Mackenzie or something like that. Some Vix Joseph's girlfriend. Okay, wife. I saw something. Yeah, they released some people. I just, I don't, I don't. Maybe it was to make room for CM Punk's contract. I don't yeah, know. That's what I was no, but it, honestly, I, I think it's just probably you know. They're probably the, the, with everything with the merger with the TKO and as time goes on, yeah. there's going to be there's going to be positions are, are are taken away and new positions will be created. I just think it, it's it's just it, it's I don't I don't know uh, as far as the office firings, you know I'm not involved yeah. in that as much. It, it, they it's I don't think there's anything, you know. Yeah, it, it's easy to say when is a good time to fire somebody you know, a month before the holidays yeah. or a month after when they have their credit card bills for all the things. It's like you could say you could say it's oh, yeah. shitty before or after. So I don't know. It's just like I heard you talk about Nick Khan. Yeah, he's yeah, he's trying to do business and make them money and this and that, but I don't think he's anyone can trust or whatever because he seems like he just had that, like you said, I heard you say something about that look. He just seems like someone that seems like a snake. Yeah, no, I think it's it's just and Vince isn't going to hire a good human being to work by him. Yeah. I think it'd be um, pretty silly to think Vince and all the, the shit that he's done, he's going to go, oh, I'm going to hire a really good guy to be by my side to teach the business to. Like, it's not just common sense as that's not the case. Yeah. So. Um, I guess uh, in the past so many days, they're now they're trying to say that Brian Danielson is a part of the reason why CM Punk got fired or part decision or something like that. Now everybody's trying to point fingers like it's Brian Danielson's fault or something. Yeah, all oh, those he people are always pointing w. fingers though. It's we talked about that a little bit with Mike last week, but yeah, Brian Danielson and I put out a tweet. Brian Danielson's legit one of the, the nicest people in the world, like just a great guy. And he, he jokes around yeah. and he'll tell some stories here and there and he'll fib a little bit as far as in and it's usually in a harmless way. But like overall though, he's a really good fucking guy and CM Punk is him. So it's like you can take whatever side you want on that. I, I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan all day long, and I know him. I know uh, yeah, him pretty well, sure. so I'm pretty confident he 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 made the right decision based off the information that I know a bit about from how Phil is. So, well, it's kind of like last week you were when the, all the news broke recent compared to like last week with Punk being back in WWE because of Raptor Spire series and all that, like years ago. Uh, I think around 2011, I think it was after the second Nexus when Punk was leader, uh, Bray Wyatt, when he was still Husky Harris, they were in a rental car together behind the arena in Baltimore. And someone was like, oh, there's CM Punk. And because of alter, like interaction I had before at that show earlier that year or so in Baltimore, I like jumped out in this flat out game of the finger. He just looked like a deer in headlights, like, Durr. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't like punk. Like, I met, like, I never met you, but I met multiple wrestlers, and I know try to approach them right times and right place and be as personable, not, like, disrespect them or whatever. But punk, he's just one of those types where I just can't stand them. Yeah, no, everyone, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it, brother. I get it. But, brother, thank you very much for calling in as always, and uh, I'll see you next week if you're on. Yeah, I'll try to catch you on as always. Good deal. I hope you have a good one. You too. Thank you. All right. Take care. Guys, you can call in if you, the people asking on YouTube at Ryback TV, at Ryback on X Spaces, DJ Immortal, at Ryback on Spaces. You'll see the show going on is how you call into the show on there. Ragov, longtime listener, what's going on? Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hello, hello. What's going on? Um, doing good. Uh, just, uh, you know, it took a few minutes before going, uh, back to class again to just hop on and say hello. Oh, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, it was funny to see, uh, after Survivor Series, all those tweets, oh, Ryback's got to retire, he's got to retire. Like, it was just <laughs> everywhere. I had two posts go. One post went over 2 million impressions and the other one like 1.1 or 1.2 million impressions. I saw now. And, uh, you know, congratulations on getting your X or Twitter account fixed. Thank you. That was just, I fucking told everyone. Everyone can sit there and see it. And I've done it consistently getting, getting a way more views, hundreds of thousands of impressions since on ever going into the millions. So it's just like, it's fucking insane. It's insane. Yeah. But the truth always wins eventually. And those people, brother, it's so crazy how they, I'm not even wrestling anyways right now. <laughs> so it's like they, but they, the same people that like, they're like, retire, retire, retire. Well, one, I haven't wrestled since 2018. Right. So fucking, I'm not involved in wrestling right now. I'm not cleared. I have a shoulder injury. They ignore that. They, they think nobody will sign me and they just spew the same bullshit over and over where they, they think it like, it's going to like, it's not going to stop me from doing the work or do anything. And like all that energy, these people can be, they can, that hate can be switched to love overnight. Cause they're such fucking marks that the minute they hear the fucking music or I go save their fucking little fucking hero that they like, Oh, I fucking love Ryback again. I knew he was going to do it. Those be, that's how their brains work. Cause they're fucking huge marks. So yeah, like I love I fucking manipulating them and just fucking thinking that they like, I'm t- like taking something away from them. Like it was like, even though I told everybody what I was doing ahead of time, like <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I don't, cause I don't get like, you know, uh, all, like all these people, they're just like, Oh, he, you know, nobody's going to sign him, but he is like, I know, promise you that's not true. I, I promise everyone that's not true. WWE reached out two years ago with when I was fucking, everyone needs to hear this. I've told it time and time again, WWE reached out. If I was such a horrible human being and making so much shit up, why would that company want to try to fucking settle with me and repair the relationship to bring me back? That that I could do fucking anything and go back to wrestling. That's how confident I am with it. I don't give a fuck. I think that's the best way to live. I don't give a flying fuck. I'm going to speak my truth. I ain't going to let this company try to fucking kill me. They know they tried to kill me. They know how popular I was and can be the moment I fucking come back. And by the way, the more controversy I fucking stir up when I'm away, the bigger fucking shock value it's going to be if I ever go back anywhere, right? So who's the fucking dummy now? You guys just help me more and more. And so, and all I do is just speak the fucking truth and my truth and live my life, so. All, like, literally all, 
all that hate that I saw like over there that literally it was trending right back, trending right back. Yeah. Like, That's like, all but the energy. Like, I can yeah. get that energy at any point in time with that. But the more controversy, the fucking the big reason why CM Punk the, the, the did record numbers on there with it is because of the shock value because of all the controversy of him leaving, right? And all the controversy and drama that he has with him creates fucking views. I don't even it. think like people hate you. I was like, no, they don't. I was fucking massively loved. I had the best fucking reactions night in, night out. I'm not making this up. There's fucking video footage. And if you've been to the live shows, you fucking know from that 2012, 13, and you know, as my heel work, Kevin Owens is on record of fucking saying me and ride back Curtis Axel in the show in Montreal. He was in the fucking stands, had the most heat of the show. That was every night, whether I was a baby face, it was the biggest cheers or a heel, the fucking biggest booze. Like, I know how to fucking do it. Like to fucking try to discredit me. Like I will laugh. I, I could fuck. I'm doing it from my fucking house right now. Like with it. So like to think that I can't fucking come back. I just got to get healthy and I'm going to, and I'm going to fucking, and I'm, I, I'm doing it my way. I'm not doing it with the confines of handcuffs and within somebody else's walls with all of it. So it's these people, it, it, it's, they, they, they're fucking always going to be bitching and complaining no matter what. And let them. I, I just keep living life, fucking enjoying my hot Ecuadorian girlfriend and money, and fucking having the time of my life. It doesn't even matter if like people like they they don't have to like you. It doesn't matter. But like you've got to like you know look at the hustle that you do and then the the grind that you put in. It's like you know th this guy's something. He's doing something. Yeah. No, I, I mean I managed to survive being suppressed for seven and a half years everywhere. I'm literally, I don't think people truly understand. And I'm, look, I'm tooting my own horn. It is unbelievable what I fucking did. I think the majority of other people would have quit or killed themselves. If they knew, I had to literally put up so much of my money to fucking win and find other ways to make money when I had my fucking health and couldn't take the hundreds of thousands of appearances that I had to lose every year from, from fucking when I had to stop doing appearances. But people don't realize, I mean, and to fucking win everything, despite all this hate, like, it's going to be looked at in a fucking amazing light at some point in time. And I, I'm going to toot my own horn on it all day long because I lived it and survived it, so. And that's that. Well, yeah, all, all, all the power to you. And then Thank I you, am going to get going to class, so all nice right. to hop on, nice to see you or hear from you. You too, brother. I appreciate the love and support, and you have, have a good one, all right? All right, bye-bye. All right, brother. Take care. All right, we got a new caller, DJ Immortal from YouTube. I see you figured out, guys. X Space is at Ryback if you want to be on the Ryback show. What's up? You just got to hit that little red speaker and make it purple in on the bottom left down there, DJ. There you go. What's up? Hello, hello. Hey, man, I got to say, first and foremost, I've been a huge fan. I remember when I was in high school, I actually first saw you on uh, WWE television. I got to say, absolute phenomenal fucking wrestler that deserves so, so much more better by the WWE, man. You were the legit WWE championship material. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Excuse my language, but I got to give you the love and respect that Ryback deserves. Thank you so much, brother. I greatly appreciate that. And I will say, though, one of my favorite matches you did, I know, I will say it's one of those matches that I was hoping and praying that you would win was actually the WWE Championship match on Raw. It was a TLC, uh, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match for CM Punk. I, I will admit when the Shield came out, that was absolute bullshit. Obviously, I know it's scripted. You got to play your part, but you yes. should have put the on that day. 
Uh, thank you, brother. No, it's uh, I understand. I, you know, I, I think actually, I think the what should have happened is I think I should have won at Hell in a Cell and had the title at Hell in a Cell and kept it all the way up until that point. And then I think the Shield should have helped Punk and cost me the title so that the WrestleMania plans could have stayed on track. And then, and I could have had my, I think I should have been involved with the Shield with the storyline and had, I think it should have just veered off to me versus the, something with the Shield at Wrestle, uh, WrestleMania, where maybe a six man with a different team and me getting the victory finally over them. That would have paid off with everything, with all of that and kept me in my position. But that was never the point of any of it. So, but it was, I always did what was asked of me, was professional and got along with everybody and all of it. So. I got to say, I definitely agree. And that's one thing I always did, always disliked about WWE. They never really listened to the fans. They always did yeah. what they would best. And nine times out of ten, everything they thought was best wasn't really best. Like the LA Knight situation. And that man is getting freaking pop right now. Like literally, the whole fan base loves him. They will not even give him an opportunity with absolute dog shit. Yeah, I'll say though with him, they're giving him commercials and doing things with Slim Jim. And, you know, me, it was more because the ankle stuff that was never. Like they didn't allow me those opportunities. They actually took them away from me. So it's a little different situation. They're allowing him to maximize his money, even though, but I agree with you on that. And, and I'm not there with him and I don't know the full scoop of things and whatnot, but you know, what we'll have to see his story. He hasn't been like buried or anything either, you know, completely. He's been, he just got done wrestling Roman not long ago for the title. And we'll have to see how they figure him in, if they're able to keep the momentum going, but he's being used. He's doing slim gym commercials He's, you know, I'm sure he's being booked really well on live events, getting wins consistently is a crowd favorite. So I think he's in actually a pretty solid position. Only, you know, they've, they've got their main storylines going. So until they go out of their way and just completely bury him, everything I think with him, he's probably pretty satisfied. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I want to say one last thing is I do know I don't want to take away their opportunities from other individuals. I know there's probably a lot of people in the queue. I also want to give a shout out to your uh, Feed Me More Nutrition, man. I actually got on that stuff. Thank you. And I have a significant amount of weight. I've actually been gaining muscle, man. So I can definitely say that stuff works. It tastes freaking good. It's addictive, man. Thank you, brother. No, I uh, absolutely. I'm, I I love you guys that supporting it and, and believing it like I do and you know, it's uh, obviously it's a way to make money, but it's my passion. It's what I believe in. And I really believe that that like what we put into our bodies makes all the difference in the world. Like food is energy and the supplements are food ingredients with that. And in what our mood, like fix our food, fix our mood is something I've always said. Th this is a part of it. Proper nutrition and supplementation plays a big, big part in how we look and feel in, in life every single day. So I love you guys. I give you guys the big discounts and like I want, I genuinely care about helping people like with that. And, and so it means the world to you guys that support that for me and believe in it as much as I do. So thank you. Hey, you're most certainly welcome. I'd much rather, you know, trust your product than go into a store and getting a product from an individual that I've never even heard of. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least I, where it's coming from, who made it, who created it. And I, I use this stuff all religiously daily and like it's, and I'm telling you, we, top facility manufacturer we get everything third party tested like it's the real deal man and i like i truly i like i truly look forward to this getting getting uh distribution and being in every store and like and really 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 having the reach that i know that it should and will in due time so hey definitely Ryback. i really appreciate it. you keep making it i'm gonna keep consuming it but i want to say thank you so much for just years of amazing wrestling What's still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I really hope to see you back 
in the wrestling industry, whether it's AEW or anywhere, really hope to see you back in the ring. A lot of individuals in this industry definitely need a meat hook clothesline. <laughs> Thank you very much, DJ, brother. I appreciate that, and I will be back, I promise. You have a great day. You're welcome, man. Take care. All right, guys. With that, we have to wrap up today's show. I actually got to go get fitted for orthodontics today. My Invisalign, they actually came in. I start my treatment today. Fourth fucking time having braces. Um, I had my teeth shifted back again after I had my Invisalign. I had them in WWE very early. And then my teeth were were straight. And then they I, I stopped wearing the retainer. Uh, years ago and they started shifting again and they still like most pictures are straight but what they want to do is they're going to do it again i'm only going to wear them at night so it's going to probably have them on for probably a couple years just wearing them at night and then i've got to get uh i've got two shorter teeth on my front that uh we never got they could actually cap they could put the um veneers on to have my teeth at the top because i've got just two little shorter teeth that just genetically it's just how my my dad has the same teeth on that so get those fucking all all situated get myself all fucking smoking hot again fucking camera friendly with everything and uh so i got to go do that today with all that you got to have a hot smoking hot ecuadorian girlfriend you make sure i never gave a fuck about it i'm like fuck this fucking woman is the most beautiful woman in the world i gotta fucking i gotta fucking pull my end of the fucking you know pull my weight around here She don't give a fuck though. She don't even. I'm like, I fucking care though, because I'm like, fucking had braces three fucking times. I want my teeth back straight, but I'm a fucking man and didn't get my wisdom teeth pulled, so it created fucking problems. And they wanted to pull them again. They're like, we could pull your wisdom teeth. I go, no, they're fucking. I like being a wise man. Fucking, I need my wisdom teeth. They don't hurt. I love them. I that fucking would feel weird not having them back there, so I'm keeping them, doing it my way. So we're doing the Invisalign one more time, and just gotta fucking not be stupid and wear the retainer for fucking ever at night god fuck me but that's what you got to do this happens to a lot of people i guess that's a big thing that people don't wear the retainer and their teeth shift back a little never as bad as they were but they shift slightly then you fucking pay for it all over again oh cool let's pay another 65 fucking hundred for this to wear this shit again but it is what it is so i got to do that today i got to get my cardio and sauna work done and i got to get christmas lights up i've got a busy busy week here this week uh, so thank you to each and every one of you tuning in. Please share this show, guys, that we're being seen a little bit more on Twitter. Please share the show. Share it with friends. Let people know, hey, Ryback, he's had a podcast, been being suppressed. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but let's let him give him the fucking option. And uh, iTunes reviews, guys, really, really help me out. And uh, if you could leave, just take a moment to go leave an iTunes review. I, I can't say thank you enough for all of that. Feed me more nutrition, feedmemore.com, discount code HOLIDAY20. Holiday 2-0 to save 20%. Right now, you get a free bottle of my GTS Go to Sleep and a free beanie with all orders. So go on to feedmemore.com, all Ryback merch, guys. We've got all the merch for men and women, different shirts, tank tops, sweaters, hoodies, with all of that, guys. Drinkware, ball caps, feed me more caps, hungry caps, with all of that, the only gains line, all of that over there, guys. Workout accessories and the best supplements on the planet. All right, Rybackers, until next week. Stay hungry, and that's the last bite. Feed me more.